radio programs and then say, where's the beef? Tune in each day to Omega Man Radio, the show that will put meat on your spirit man's bones. Hear the word of God Almighty from Numbers chapter 33, verse 50. And Yahweh spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye are passed over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you, and destroy all their pictures, and destroy all their molten images, and quite pluck down all their high places. And ye shall dispossess the inhabitants of the land, and dwell therein, for I have given you the land to possess it. Mega Man Radio Network. Tonight is a live show. Tonight is Tuesday, September 14th. And we're uh, going to have on Pastor Charles Holtzhauser. Always my honor and pleasure to have Pastor Holtzhauser on. He is one of the generals in deliverance. And so we thank Yahweh that uh, he is here tonight to teach us. And um, I hope that uh, you have uh, called a friend, a family member. Because these are the programs that uh, you need to listen to, folks. Without further ado, let's get Pastor Holtzhauser on the line. Pastor Holtzhauser, welcome to the show tonight. Yes, thank you very much, Brother Lee, and thank you for your welcome. And, of course, we extend greetings to our listeners, and also we appreciate them so very much uh, for allowing them to come uh, to the place wherever they are and allow us to share uh, something out of the scriptures that have power uh, to bring about salvation. This evening I have been asked to kind of focus um, the scripture subject on the subject of occult power uh, in the churches. As we all know, the scriptures are filled from Revelation, uh, or I should say from Genesis through Revelation, uh, with all kinds of facts and all kinds of information about all kinds of matters. Uh, but included in that is the is the subject of the deliverance ministry. That is to say, um, well, let me stop by saying this. The scriptures talk from the very beginning um, about a, a power, a spiritual power in the earth that is harmful to us. Uh, a spiritual power on the earth that misleads us, misguides us, deceives us. And the first account uh, is, of course, uh, written right in the book of uh, Genesis when uh, Yahweh told man uh, to refrain from partaking of a particular uh, fruit. And, uh, of course, you know the account, uh, the female of the, of the man um, was deceived uh, by a satanic power, or Satan herself possibly, but nonetheless she was deceived by this entity, this being and uh, partook of the tree and uh, partook of the fruit. And since then, um, there have been deceptions of, of various sorts and various levels. And Mankind, according to the book of Revelation, has been deceived, the whole, the whole human race, 
the scripture speaking about satanic power um, speaks of it as being the power that deceived the whole world. And so we're, we're dealing with the spiritual powers in the earth. The apostles spoke of them as principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness of this age and wickedness in high places. Uh, as you follow the ministry of Yahshua, the son of Yahweh, you'll find that he was continually uh, badgered and uh, continually subjected uh, to a variety of spiritual wickednesses from the uh, accounts given to us in the evangels in the uh, wilderness after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, uh, right on through his ministry while teaching, for example, evil spirits erupting in the midst of the teaching and causing problems and oppressing people and binding people, causing blindness and infirmity. And all the way through the Apostle uh, Paul, uh, we read the accounts of, uh, of uh, evil spirits attacking the Apostle. And uh, it's just a scriptural fact that uh, in this world, if you believe the scriptures, of course, which I certainly do, in fact, it's the only thing I have found, the only book, the only word, the only truth that I have found is totally and completely and irrefutably uh, reliable. Uh, then you need to take these things seriously, not only for yourself, but for your loved ones, your family members, your friends and such, because we indeed are in a spiritual warfare. Well, that the scriptures, uh, the scriptures make that very clear, and of that there can be uh, absolutely no doubt. So I'm thankful again uh, to Omega Man Radio and to your host, Bruce Lee, uh, for allowing me to come on uh, for this period of time and to share with you some of my experiences, some of my learning over the past 40 years uh, traveling the world uh, with the message of the kingdom and, of course, the demonstration of that power, uh, which is by bringing the word that uh, heals the sick and delivers the oppressed. Uh, the scripture speaking of Yahshua says how that Yahweh anointed uh, Yahshua of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing righteousness and healing all that were oppressed uh, of the devil. Scripture says, um, Bless Yahweh, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name and forget not all of his benefits, who forgives all of our iniquities, and who heals all of our diseases. So there's power in this word, and the power, of course, is laced with love unspeakable, uh, that Yahweh so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever would simply believe his message uh, would not continue down the road that leads to perishing and damnation, but uh, would have eternal life. So this evening, or this afternoon, uh, depending upon the time this uh, broadcast is reaching you, I'd like to start with the scripture taken from the book of Deuteronomy. As we look into the scriptures on the in the matter of the occult and the influence of the occult, and uh, the way uh, it, it arises in, in our own human, personal human experience, and how to deal with it. You know, according to the scriptures, first and foremost, in Deuteronomy chapter 18, beginning at verse 10, uh, the scripture says, Let there not be found among you one 
who sacrifices his son or his daughter in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, uh, who interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, uh, casts spells, or who consults familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer, for anyone who practices these is abominable to Yahweh. And because of these abominable practices, Yahweh your Father is driving out the nations in front of you. You must be without hypocrisy or a mixture of false religion in front of Yahweh your Father. So right from the beginning uh, of Yahweh's intervention in the lives of the sons of men who are totally lost in darkness without his glorious light, um, he introduces us to the subject of occult power and uh, of the various categories of occult power and explains to us that in his kingdom, uh, these, these powers are not permitted to manifest and to rule. In the kingdom of Yahweh, he rules, and he rules in righteousness and peace and in joy uh, in the Holy Spirit. And that uh, these types of spiritual practices have no place in Yahweh's kingdom. Therefore, they have no place in Yahweh's people. And uh, the scriptures show us conclusively that uh, those of us, and I would categorize all of us to some extent or another, we would all need uh, some type of help along the way from our Heavenly Father to set us free. You say, well, I don't know if I need help in that area. Let me tell you, my friends, my brothers, my sisters, the Scripture said that you and I were conceived in sin, and we were shaped in iniquity. Scripture says we are the product of a generational curses or bloodline curses. In other words, our our forefathers broke Yahweh's laws, and they sinned, and and uh, those that came after them, and those that came after them, and right on down to us, and it will continue uh, right on through us, down to our poster- uh, posterity, and so on. So that, um, you know, once you realize this, uh, that Yahweh is so much holier, I mean, friends, they, you, you, you and I can't even compare uh, the character of Yahweh to our character. There's, there's no comparison. In fact, if I may be so bold... If you were to take the scriptures and list the various characteristics of Satan and Satan's kingdoms, uh, and then list the characteristic of Yahweh and of his kingdom, and then list the characteristics of men and their kingdom, you would find that the characteristics described in the scripture as characteristics of Satan's kingdom and the characteristics of the kingdoms of men, they're, they're, they're so close, they're, they're hardly enough room uh, to separate them in concept, uh, and yet Yahweh stands alone. Uh, and so there's an intermingling, you know, between the, the human race and between evil spirits. Evil spirits lie, so do men. Uh, evil spirits commit fornication, so do men. Evil spirits deceive, so do men. Uh, evil spirits uh, are violent, so are men. And you can go on and on and on and on. And uh, the purpose of the scriptures and the message and the ministry of Yahshua of Nazareth, the Messiah of Yahweh, is to bring us out of the darkness and to bring us into his marvelous light. It's a wonderful thing, and I would strongly urge every precious one 
listening to this message that uh, you seize this truth and find for yourself the challenge of daily uh, coming out of whatever particular darkness you are in and uh, coming out into the light, the glorious light of the uh, kingdom of Yahweh. And then the apostle picks up this, this, this same teaching in the, in the book of Galatians, and I just want to share a couple of verses from that book of Galatians with you as well on this matter of the occult. And uh, the Galatians, of course, were a, an assembly that uh, had been feeling their way along in spiritual truth. They were a Gentile assembly. They knew very little about Yahweh, his laws, his history, and with, uh, you know, Moses and, and Joshua and, and these things. They knew nothing, really. And um, the apostle was sent to, to this location in the world, this city of Galatia. And he writes to this assembly in chapter number 5 and verse number 19, and I'll read it. He says, For the virtues of the man are obvious. Which are these? Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, licentiousness, I, uh, witchcraft, God worship. And I may pause there for just a moment to, to, uh, dwell upon that word God worship. I've discovered traveling around the world that what is said on the American dollar bill, uh, is true in every country I've ever visited. That would be those four words that say, in God we trust, uh, because uh, the nations of the world trust in gods. There's no question about it. Um, some of the major gods, and there are probably thousands of them, but some of the major gods are the gods of the Hindus, for example, or the gods of the Muslims, uh, or the gods of Catholicism. Uh, there's many gods. Folks pray to God. They uh, they call upon sometimes the name of their God, or they use the generic term God. If they're being called into a public arena, uh, I know for a fact that they'll be asked not to mention the, the actual name of their gods, but they will just pray in the name of God. Uh, for example, if they have a Hindu priest at a, at a public meeting and um, they call upon him to pray for the folks uh, of India or the Hindu folks, they would say, look, we're going to call you to the platform. We want you to pray. But please don't mention the name of uh, Calais. Uh, for example, there are many other gods. But just refer to God. And that's true throughout the world. And it's even true, it's certainly true in Catholicism and in all the various Christian denominations. Um, they pray to God. Now, God is a generic term. And uh, it's a term... That's used many times, especially in some English translations of the scriptures. It's it's interchanged with the term or the word Lord. And you should know that the word Lord um, is a is an English translation of the word Baal, uh, taken from Hebrew. And a lot of preachers preach in the name of Baal or in the name of the Lord. They're the same thing. And the term God, as we see it, taken from the Greek is the word theos. Um, and there are many words for God. There's theos in the Greek, and there's dios in, in, in the Latin or in the Spanish, for example. But these are just titles. And I just want to, in passing, mention to our dear listeners here that, you know, we do not worship gods. And Yahweh himself is not a god. He is above 
all gods. He is the creator of all things. And in my opinion, classifying him with the gods is as uh, insulting as classifying him with the apes or classifying him with men. He's, he's above men. He's above apes. He's above gods. He's not a god. He's not a man. He's not an ape. He's Yahweh, and that is his name forever. And so what the apostle is speaking of here in this passage is the fact that the Yahweh does not entertain in his kingdom and, and in his people uh, their worship of, of gods. Uh, and certainly referring to him as a god is an abomination unto him. But nonetheless, let me continue from verse 20. God worships sorcery, hatred, contentions, evil jealousies, rage, selfish ambitions, dissensions, disagreements with quarreling, heresies, sex, uh, that's S-E-C-T-S, or factions of division, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I warn you beforehand, just as I did in times past that those who practice such things will not, and I emphasize, uh, you know, for your edification, will not, will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. That's very important to understand. These spiritual powers, these manifestations of evil, uh, these characteristics that are in the, in the, in the nature of humanity, uh, will not be tolerated in an everlasting kingdom, a kingdom of righteousness and peace and joy. Uh, no more of the effects of these spirits. Uh, no more of the aging process. No more of the, of, of the dimming of the eyes and the deafening of the ears. No more of the wrinkling of the skin. Uh, no more of the gnarling of the fingers or bursitis or arthritis. Uh, no more blood diseases, you know, no more of, 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 of the human type of life which is here today and gone tomorrow, which is like a, a vapor of smoke or like grass that today is and tomorrow is burnt in the oven. Uh, Yahweh is going to bring uh, his creation into perfection, and that's a process. And a part of that process certainly has to do uh, with the ministry of deliverance. And then just a word on counterfeiting Yahweh's spirit, because Yahweh is, in fact, spirit. And the scriptures teach that the uh, the power and the sources and the resources of Satan are also spirit. And uh, the spirits of, of Satan will counterfeit uh, uh, Yahweh's spirit. And I want to show you from 1 Corinthians chapter number 12 uh, something about the Yahweh's spirit. It says in chapter 12 and verse number uh, 5, uh, just to hasten along here, you can start from verse 1 on your own, but there are different kinds of ministries, but the same Messiah. And there are different kinds of working, but the same Father works in all of them and all men. Now, to teach, one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common advantage. For one is given the word of wisdom by the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another uh, working of acts of power, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, and to another the ability to speak in different kinds of languages, and to another the interpretation of languages. But 
All of these are the work of one and the same Spirit, uh, apportioning to each man individually as Yahweh wills. So we can see several things from this passage. First of all, that spiritual power uh, is available to the sons of men. Uh, that Yahweh's spiritual power is available to the sons of men, and he confers this power on the sons of men. The scriptures are replete with information. Uh, this spirit came upon Samson, for example, and he, and he slew the uh, Philistines with the jawbone of an ass. Uh, the Spirit uh, came upon uh, King David of Israel, and he brought forth some of the mightiest and information-filled psalms and songs that are contained in the Scripture. Uh, this particular Spirit would come upon uh, uh, Elisha, and, and he, would, he would raise up the dead. And as I said earlier, that Yahweh anointed Yahshua of Nazareth with this same Spirit and went about doing righteousness and healing all that were oppressed of Satan. Uh, the prophets of Yahweh said, It shall come to pass in the last days, saith Yahweh, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and, and your sons and your daughters or your posterity uh, will prophesy and so on. And many, many other instances. The point I want to make is that spiritual power is available to the sons of men. Now, conversely, satanic spiritual power is also available to the sons of men, and is in fact conferred upon the sons of men. An attempt was even made in the life of Yahshua himself, um, who was, how will I say it, uh, tempted, I suppose, is, is, is the best word to use, seduced maybe, but uh, in the Evangels we have an account of, of Yahshua being in the, in the wilderness in the very, very early days of his public ministry, and um, Satan herself came uh, to Yahshua and uh, tried to seduce or to tempt Yahshua um, into embracing uh, Satan as a, as a source of spiritual power, promising him even the kingdoms of this world if, if, if he would but worship her. And worship, of course, is the same word as obedience. So if he would simply, if Yahshua would simply obey Satan, he would have all all spiritual power, but it wasn't Yahweh's power. And so he rejected uh, that seduction. But um, obviously, the sons of men have, have not rejected those, uh, those suggestions, and many of them uh, have been overcome with spirits of greed, and spirits of anger, and spirits of violence, and uh, lying spirits, and deceiving spirits, and warring spirits, and uh, spirits that were given them for, for ability to, to lead nations, like an Adolf Hitler, for example, and many others I can name, uh, Genghis Khan, and down through history where men were, were powerfully anointed, just like uh, 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 Paul was powerfully anointed, and Samuel was powerfully anointed, and so was Samson. But these men were powerfully anointed with Yahweh's spirit. Uh, the aforementioned men were, were, were empowered with, with various spirits, um, of Satan, uh, but nonetheless, that spiritual power gave them uh, prominence among humanity and rose them up uh, to do evil and to fulfill Satan's purposes. Well, I want to focus more, if I may, on the on the spirit that comes from from Yahweh, and to mention to you that uh, these spiritual powers can and are, in fact, counterfeited. 
especially in the churches. Uh, preachers of various sorts from your local Pentecostal uh, assembly on the corner someplace, all the way up, you know, through the denominations and through the Greek Orthodox and right on up to, to the Pope himself and so on, there's all kinds of, of witchcraft and, and uh, lies and deceptions being perpetrated upon the minds of people. I mean, some obvious examples for uh, just to, to kind of, oh, how will I say it, just to, just to give you a basis of understanding and hopefully you'll follow up. Uh, the churches are told that Christmas is the birthday of of uh, Jesus. And that, of course, is, is not true. Um, the shepherds were abiding there, they were taking care of their sheep, and they were abiding in the, in the fields at night. You don't do this um, in that part of the world on the 25th of December. And history shows us that uh, this particular date marks the winter solstice, and it was the it was the uh, uh, date that marked the uh, the birthday of Nimrod and so on. It's been, it's an old date. It was practiced uh, centuries before Yashar even came. But that's a lie. And uh, then even the name Jesus. Uh, we know there's no J in Hebrew. Anybody you know who seriously wants to know these things can study these things. And I wouldn't put myself on the line and I put myself on tape as saying these things if it weren't true. There's no J. There never was. To this day, there is no J. Uh, there's no Hebrew name that begins with a J or even sounds like a J. Uh, most of the time, uh, they, they begin with a Y. And, of course, the, the name of the Savior is Yahshua, which means Yahweh's salvation. The Y-A-H representing the name of Yahweh, and Shua representing the word salvation. So Yahshua is uh, Yahweh's salvation. The name Jesus, quite frankly, I don't mean to offend anyone, uh, because the learning process can be offensive, but Jesus, look it up to yourself, friend. It means nothing. In fact, it's got a, um, it's got a, a Latin connotation associated with it, uh, because of the U.S. ending placed on it. Uh, names like uh, uh, Confucius and uh, Alexis and uh, uh, Damius and, uh, uh, oh, what are some of the names uh, that you can probably think of them. I'm, I'm just, you know, speaking off the cuff here. Uh, some of those Latin names, the Roman soldiers, you know, uh, Gladius and uh, Demetrius. and these, these, these are names with the U.S. ending designating uh, a male. And uh, there are hundreds of them, really. Or I won't, I won't say hundreds, but I would, I would go on record as saying there are scores of them. And so what they've done is they've taken the Yahshua and they have Latinized him. Uh, so he fits right very prominently in, in, in Christianity, and in particular um, the church at, at Rome. And they put a U.S. ending on it, and that's more palatable for people. Uh, people, they, they can deal with the name uh, uh, Jesus. They just don't appreciate the Hebrew name. And I suppose uh, part of the reason for that is a need for deliverance from anti-Semitism and things. And it's the same with uh, Yahweh. Um, that's, a, that's a Hebrew name. And, of course, folks feel much more comfortable just using a generic term that's recognized and appreciated and accepted around the world. And that people just say, you know, God bless you, or I pray God will help you, that offends nobody. 
It does not offend the Hindus, and it does not offend the uh, the Muslims. It does, it does not offend the American Indians. It doesn't offend anybody because it's generic. And everybody refers to their deities as God. And so folks are very comfortable with that name. Uh, but the deliverer of Israel, and the one who sent his Messiah into the world to save lost humanity, uh, is not a God. His name is Yahweh, which means I am the self-existing one. Um, he exists outside the realm of men. He exists outside the realm of the gods. And, um, and he is Yahweh. But getting back to the focus, these gifts, or these abilities in Yahweh's spirit, um, they can be um, uh, counterfeited. And uh, men will get up in public places or in church buildings and counterfeit them. And they'll mesmerize the people uh, through the use of uh, witchcraft and sorcery and wizardry uh, by causing folks to, to think that they are being exposed to demonstrations of, of, the, of the manifestations of the spirit of Yahweh, uh, which they are not. They are, in, in, in many cases, or in most cases, and through my lifetime, they've been exposed to counterfeits, uh, men and women who are unscrupulous and uh, who go around telling people in the congregation what their license plate number is or the name of their doctor or the name of their husband or things of this nature to give people the... the the uh, they, they try to impart to people that they're some great one. Uh, they have some, some special, you know, some special gifts operating when in reality they do. But it's not the gifts of Yahweh's spirit. And you'll generally find, as I have, that with these so-called gifts, uh, there are four, five, six offerings or more. They just pick the people's pockets by mesmerizing them with the, the counterfeits um, of the beautiful and the precious and the holy uh, gifts of um, of Yahweh's spirit. And uh, before the evening is over, before our time together is over, I've been given the liberty um, to conduct a mass deliverance service. And we will be renouncing uh, the works of darkness. We'll be exposing them. And then we'll pray deliverance prayer. So stay with us. Along the way, will I impart some additional information and then get ready for our prayer of deliverance. Right now, I'm going to take about a 60-second break. I believe that uh, dear brother Bruce may have some announcement. I want to hand the microphone back to him. Brother Bruce. Yes, absolutely. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. Uh, we have Pastor Charles Holtzhauser on tonight. Uh, his website is yahwayswarriors.com. Again, yahwayswarriors.com. That's Y-A-H-W-E-H-S, warriors.com. I would encourage everybody to go over there and check it out. Um, Pastor Holtzhauser has a number of awesome deliverance books, audios available. In fact, I ordered a couple from my library the other day. He's got some great titles. Uh, I would encourage everybody to get the very affordable. Three dollars a piece, you know. Sacrifice a quarter pounder with cheese and get you something that's going to feed your spirit, man. He's got some titles such as Warfare Prayers, Deliverance of the Mind, Piercing the Veil of Deliverance, Set My People Free. Uh, I saw a special treat here too, which uh, I was really excited to see. He has some very rare titles from Dr. J. M. Marcus Haggard, uh, the veterinarian. Uh, many people know was uh, Win Worley's right hand man. 
Breaking the Curse of Poverty and Freedom from Sickness by Marcus Haggard. Uh, those are two titles I have not seen anywhere on the planet, folks, and uh, he was a powerful deliverance minister. So just a, a few of the titles that they have. And uh, so I would encourage you to get those. Uh, you know, spiritual warfare material is, uh, you know, is gold, solid gold, and uh, it will equip you, in addition to your Bible study, uh, to be prepared for the onslaught from the host of hells that are coming. And uh, I want to welcome all the witches and warlocks that I see that have tuned in tonight. And right now, in agreement with Pastor Holtzhauser and the other believers out there, we bind the strong man in you right now. We command you to be caged up, and I bind all demonic spirits inside of you to be caged up in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. I command you to be caged up right now. I'm asking Father Yahweh, you and loose your warrior angels down right now on location there. We apply the blood of Yahshua to those cages, and I'm asking Father Yahweh that you'd have your angels read the scripture to those demons to marinate them 24 hours a day in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. We thank you, Yahweh. So, you know, we love, we love the witches and warlocks, and so if you come out here, we're going to help you. Now, if you want to hang on to your demons, that's your right. But we have power through the name of Yahshua to bind them up, and hopefully you'll get... Um, the truth, listening to these programs, and you can be set free in Yahshua's name. And if you decide to take us on here tonight and cast your curses and spells, we know spiritual defense. And whatever you send this way is going to be sent back to you sevenfold on your head. So I would uh, counsel you to be very careful who you mess with tonight. Because we are believers and we know the authority we have in Yahshua's name. Um, I better stop before I start preaching, Pastor Holtzhausen. Let me turn it back to you. All right, I was just beginning to enjoy that myself. Very well said. And uh, may Yahweh bless that word as it goes out uh, to the people that uh, he wants to set free. Loose the prisoners. Let the oppressed go free. Preach deliverance to the captives. Heal the sick and the tormented. Undo heavy burdens. Open the eyes of the blind. Rescue the perishing. Care for the dying. Liberate creation from the bondage of corruption. Find my kingdom, and when you find it, help others to find it. These, my friends, are commands among the many that were spoken into my spirit when the Heavenly Father, whom I had been introduced to as a child, began to command me to serve Him. And uh, my idea of what it meant to serve Yahweh was very different from what it actually means to serve Yahweh. I was about to learn a lesson that would break me, almost destroy me, were it not for his wisdom, his love, his wonderful love, a love that is always sufficient to meet you at whatever place you're willing to allow him to take you into his service. I found myself on the road of understanding that Yahweh made up his mind at any cost to set his people free. Now you ask the question, what is freedom? Who can say what freedom is? No man has ever experienced the total potential of freedom. Everyone is a slave to someone or something. And the scriptures reveal that humans are conceived in sin and developed in iniquity. Sin is our master by virtue of our conception. Sin is our human tendency to be imperfect or defective. And our imperfections are made obvious through our weaknesses, our mistakes, our imaginations, our diseases, our religions, our injustices, our prejudices, our hates, our fears, our rejections, our self-pity, our our defiances, our rebellion, our lusts, our greed, our pain, our sufferings, and our deaths. 
um, all of Yahweh's creation are prisoners of slaves uh, to all of these masters and to even many more than these. I mean, the list virtually is endless. But I think that, you know, we need to test ourselves. Uh, see if you can grasp a concept. If I, if I attempt to give you this simple analogy, a, a man becomes a prisoner of a state after being convicted of a crime against that state. And uh, the process of his imprisonment is gradual. First he's seized, and then he's arrested by representatives of the state that, that has taken him prisoner. Uh, then he's transported from the place where he has been convicted of his crime to a county within the state. He now becomes a prisoner of the state, imprisoned in the county of the state. He's further transported to an institution within that county. Now he becomes a prisoner of the state, imprisoned in a county institution of the state. At this point, he's transported to a section of the institution, and then to a cell in a section of the institution, and his gradual processing into imprisonment is made complete. He's now a prisoner in a cell of a section of an institution of a county of a state. He may escape out of his cell. And so for a while he's free from his cell, but he's not free from his state. He may even escape out of his section, but he is still a prisoner of his state and so on. The point is that the man is never truly set free until and unless he is freed from his state of imprisonment. He has to escape his state, and only Yahweh has the plan of escape from our state and deliverance is the method of putting that plan into motion. The scriptures say, A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him. Friends, folks are falling all around me and all around the world. People are suffering in their minds. Children are fearful of the future and filled with rage. Our friends, our families, and other members of our society are looking to the occult in a frantic effort to find solutions to their problems and rest for their troubled souls. Our government systems of help are failing to accomplish the task of assisting the masses. Hundreds of thousands are bursting the seams of our prisons. Inmates are angry. They're oppressed. The fires of race wars are being kindled in hot spots all around our nation. The wealth of our nation is being stolen by the very people appointed to serve as its custodians. Injustice mocks our nation's creeds while armies of spiritual soldiers march through our cities carrying sickness, disease, poverty, and death. Institutions and people once held in sacred high esteem have fallen under the weight of iniquity and sin, crushed by the unseen empires waging war in the spirit. But have hope and take heart, because the salvation of the Most High, like thunder in the spirit, explodes within our minds the knowledge of the truth that sets us free. We call upon him and he answers with his Holy Spirit and fire ministry outrageous victories and anointings that heal our spirit, soul, and body. He is with us just as he said he would be. The Father never breaks his promise. 
and the many, many ways that he delivers us from the defeat, the hurt, the bondage that most are captive to is miraculous and supremely holy. His intervention exceeds the scope of human understanding. And friends, I'm sounding a trumpet. Can you hear it in the Spirit? It carries a message of unity of the Spirit that ministers life and health and nurturing. It's prophetic and filled with the unction of the Holy Spirit. It's a call for a serious investment of our time and our resources, a commitment to each other to see the salvation of Yahweh. The scripture in Matthew, or Matthew chapter 9, concerning Yahshua says this, and I quote, And Yahshua went teaching in their synagogues and preaching the message of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. You know, the word content and sequence of this scripture assists my mind to understand the business of Yahweh. Yahshua made a statement that stuck with me even from childhood. He said, I must be about my father's business. And I recognize at an early age that Yahshua uh, can be seen through his ministry and through the, the, the evangels that are written of him and the scriptures that speak of him through the law and the prophets and so on. He can be seen about his father's business. Yahshua represents the business of Yahweh. And by scripture, I'm able to see a glimpse of the son of Yahweh about his father's business. It's obvious to me that Yahweh is in the building business. Yahweh is building an empire or a kingdom of people who are well, having been made well through the processes of the scriptures to bring about healing and deliverance. And according to the scriptures, there are, and I say this, I guess, so I can put some quotes around this, because it's a term that confuses people. Other gods, or the, the gods that were left behind in Egypt, is the actual terminology when you read in some translations other gods. It gives the impression that Yahweh is just one of many gods. But other gods means the gods you left behind. The hinder gods would be a better word. Uh, but uh, according to scriptures, there are, there are Hindu gods who have business interests in the earth. And like Yahweh the Father, they too have their own kingdoms to advance and their own sons who are about their father's business. Yahshua was quoted in uh, John chapter 8 as addressing the leadership of the Jewish religious community as the devil's sons doing the desires of their father. What did he mean by that? Well, the answer is obvious once you understand the business of Yahweh. The lives of men serve as a witness to the power of the gods governing their lives. For example, the life of a drug addict will witness to the power of the gods of sorcery and deception and manipulation, self-destruction, just to name a few. The life of a child monaster will serve as a witness to the power of the gods of perversion, inordinate affection, emotional breakdown, immorality. You say, well, I'm neither a drug addict nor am I a child molester. Please don't miss the point, and here it is. Every life bears witness to the power of whatever governs or influences that life. The life of Yahshua, the anointed one, bears witness only to the power of Yahweh, the Father, while the lives of all other men bear witness to the power of many other gods or hinder gods, as well as to the power of Yahweh, their creator. Your question is important when you ask, how can I know when my life is being governed or influenced by gods? 
and not by Yahweh? And the the answer is is is, is a multiplicity of answers, notwithstanding every time uh, you know of a place where Yahweh is manifesting, and you go someplace else. Uh, you know there's there's, there's there's demonic influence in your life. Every time you believe a thought that Yahweh has classified as a lie. Every time you use your measure of freedom as an opportunity to sin. Every time you use your measure of freedom as an opportunity uh, to break Yahweh's commandments. Every time you use your tithe for anything other than the kingdom of Yahweh. Every time you violate your conscience. Every time you're unfaithful to uh, your ministry to the body of Yahshua. Every time you use your blessings to serve the purposes of other gods. These are just a couple of examples. But the business of Yahweh the Father is to deliver men from the government of other gods, the government of Hindu gods. And once that business is completed, other gods can no longer use the lives of men as witnesses of their power, and they'll cease to be believed in, and the kingdom of Yahweh will conquer the kingdoms of this world. Ask yourself a question. Is my life influenced by the hinder gods? Is my life influenced by, by gods? And if you want deliverance, Yahweh is still in the deliverance business. Over the course of my life and ministry, I've witnessed the appearing of the Anointed One on thousands of occasions. I am learning to discern the reason for his coming and to some extent the work that he's performing. When Yahshua appears like fire from heaven, a very wonderful phenomena always follows. The sudden awareness that major deliverance has taken place and those who are in his presence experience a warring element in his substance that we later discover has defeated the oppressors of our spirit, soul, and body and we triumph as winners over our life's circumstances. Oftentimes the awareness of this is not readily uh, embraced. Uh, you'll spend some time in deliverance ministry, in deliverance service, deliverance messages, deliverance anointing, and not realize that while you're in the, the, the essence of that power, that there are enemies in your life that have been defeated and you might not even be aware of it. Uh, because we're limited in the scope of our understanding and in the ability uh, to multitask, or maybe multitask is uh, not, not, not the best way of describing it, to be, uh, but to multi-think uh, in different areas of our life and to collect all of those thoughts and all of those considerations. But... The point is that, that there's victory being granted and yokes are being destroyed because of that anointing. And the, the powers of the darkness of this world are being defeated in your life. I can't recommend strongly enough uh, that you involve yourself uh, in, 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 on a regular basis uh, to the power of Yahweh's deliverance. There's nothing like it. It will destroy all of these yokes. It will expose all of these well, wicked spirits. And it will uh, set you free uh, from some of the things that presently oppress you and bind you and uh, cause you to be hurt or vexed or, or saddened or depressed or sick in your body. Uh, some of these damnable uh, spirits will, will latch on to you and, and uh, cause you to lose weight until you're down to nearly nothing. They'll cause pain 
in your bone structure. They'll they'll put tumors on on your brain. Uh, they'll infect your bloodstream, and they'll they'll uh, nullify the operation of the organs of your body, and so on and so forth. There's no end uh, to the awful wickedness of these uh, of these evil spirits. They just use you. Like an evil man uh, would use a uh, another man for for money or for power, or an evil man would use a woman just 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 for sex or to satisfy uh, his own need for for lust and fornication, things of this nature. And uh, spirits will use uh, the lives of men as a means to satisfy uh, their particular passions and their particular lusts. And uh, Yahweh wants men to be free. Uh, and to know that they have been free. And, of course, he will, in fact, uh, answer anyone who calls upon his name in sincerity and in truth. Now, he's not mocked. He doesn't do folks, you know, kind of favors, or he doesn't kind of prove that he is when somebody challenges him to do something. But he's there to nurture, to love, to teach, uh, to impart wisdom, to help um, you see, the victory that Yahweh's looking for, my friends, is not to do everything for us, but the victory he's looking for is to equip us and train us uh, by his word and by his spirit and through the experiences that he leads us through as we follow him on the path of righteousness. He wants us to be victorious. He's already an overcomer. Yahshua is already an overcomer. But he wants us to overcome. Uh, Yahshua is already victorious, but he wants us to be victorious. Uh, Yahshua has already defeated all the power of the enemy. But Yahshua wants us to tread on serpents, to tread on scorpions, and uh, overall the power of the enemy. In other words, I'm not speaking about doing these things outside of his mind, wisdom, or power. But I, I, what I'm trying to teach you is that we don't look to him to solve all of our problems. He, he has given us the information, the unction, the anointing, the teaching, the mentoring, that, that, that through these avenues uh, that he's made available to us through the ministry um, of his apostles, of his prophets, of, of Yahshua, the Messiah that he sent, and now by his spirit and so on, he has given us the information and the wherewithal that we, believe it or not, can attain to these particular positions of power and authority um, in heavenly places. Now, just to stand and say, you know, I take authority over this or authority over that, uh, that's not going to really do it. Uh, you can go into the ring or I can go into the ring with Mike Tyson and look at him and say, I take authority over you, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> unless you're a prolific boxer Mike Tyson's going to box your ears out and uh, you can stand there and take all the authority you want the fact is you don't have the strength you don't have the endurance you don't have the experience the wisdom the knowledge uh, you know to actually do it you can say it uh, but uh, whether you truly have the authority uh, to take a man like him down in a boxing ring that, that of course would remain to be seen and the same can be said in any area of life, whatever it is. You, know, you can take authority over a spirit by saying it, but uh, so, sometimes the spirit, quite frankly, will laugh at you. And uh, they will know that you haven't got any authority at all. You know, you're just mimicking some preacher. You're quoting 
uh, some preacher, but the real and the true and the authentic authority is not there. What I'm saying, friend, is the authority is available. The potential is there. But you need to seize it. You need to endure the experiences that you need to endure to acquire it, uh, to obtain it, to walk in it, to live in it, to know that it's part of who you are uh, because you've already defeated uh, those adversaries after much trial and error. But now uh, you're at a place through his uh, mentorship and his leadership and his love and his guidance where you can now move on. Uh, to accomplish even bigger and better things, uh, where you can now move on to uh, to even greater victories. It is a process. The only thing I can guarantee you as a preacher of the Scripture is that wherever you are in that process, Yahweh will never leave you, and He will never forsake you, and He will never allow you to be tempted above that which you are able, but with every temptation He will always Make a way of success. Now, in just a moment, I'm going to come back and I'm going to uh, uh, suggest that I lead you in some uh, warfare prayers. And then the following the praying of those prayers, if you'll join me, I will then uh, command uh, spiritual uh, hurts, oppressions, vexations, jinxes, curses, uh, sickness, disease, pain, suffering. I will command those things to leave you. And I'll explain to you how you can participate with me in this effort. Uh, somebody said recently, I'm like a colonel or a general in the army. Well, if that's true, and I don't know. Uh, but if that's true, I'm at least the leader, uh, at least for this time right now. Uh, but I can't do it alone. Uh, a general can't fight a war alone. He needs the troops. He needs the colonels and the majors and the captains and lieutenants and the sergeants and the privates and so on. So I, I can lead... Uh, because of my many years of experience and travel, of my many years in the scriptures, and, and so on and so forth, uh, I can leave. But you need to help me. And I'll tell you how you can help me and how together uh, we can uh, defeat the enemies working in your life. Before that, uh, another word from our dear brother, Brother Lee. Praise Yahweh. We're going to take about a ten-minute break. And um, we'll be back on with uh, Pastor Holtzhauser. So tonight, folks, if you're just tuning in, uh, you're listening to Omega Man Radio Network. This is a live broadcast. We are doing a program now every night of the week, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. We're also uh, ramping up to do shows 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. If you look at the uh, schedule on our show page of Blog Talk Radio, you'll notice already we've got uh, several slots plugged this, this week. Uh, we're going to be um, doing a program with uh, Brother Richard Keltner of Watchman Radio later in the week, the Lord willing. And uh, we've got uh, Zoe Morto coming on for a campfire chat uh, like we did last Sunday evening. Uh, we're going to try to do that every Sunday night. We've got uh, Dr. Pat Holliday will be on in a regular time period, uh, Saturday evenings from 8 to 10 p.m. And I want to praise Yahweh for the doors that he is opening up uh, with this program. And, uh, folks, if you've listened to our 70 shows that we've done in about 90-day period, I, I think you have gotten to know me well enough to know that uh, I love uh, the deliverance ministry. As I was uh, speaking to Pastor Holtzhauser in the pre-show, um, what is there, 300 million Americans? Maybe it's 600 million. It's one of those. In America, maybe there's 10 people doing deliverance. I hope there's more. But, uh, people, it really is sad. And uh, that is why. 
Uh, we're doing this program to ramp up the deliverance ministry. Praise Yahweh for generals of deliverance, such as Pastor Holtzhauser, and uh, the fact that he is still here so that uh, we can learn how to do battle against these hosts of hells, because they are coming. And the question is, are you going to be a sitting target, a sitting duck, and let them run over you like a steamroller? Or are you going to get up and do what Yahweh commanded you to do, and pick up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, and do what Yeshua said, that would uh, be a sign that would follow them that believe they will cast out demons in my name, they will speak in new tongues, they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. You know, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions. Um, that's our responsibility. And, you know, you cannot enter into heaven uh, if you are fearful. Do we all get attacked by a spirit of fear? Absolutely. We've got to bind it in Yeshua's name, and we've got to march on. You cannot be in fear of the enemy. Have a healthy respect? Absolutely. But to remember that greater is he that is in thee than he that is in the world, and that's talking about Yeshua inside of us. So if you are a believer in Yeshua, you need to get involved in deliverance, because sooner or later you're going to be faced with it, and then... What are you going to do when you come eye to eye with a demon? I've seen demonized men. And uh, I will tell you, um, we, you wrestle with them. That's what the word says. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers in high places. Now, <laughs> we were actually wrestling with that demon, and it was in this demonized man. But I will tell you that uh, we literally wrestled for hours. And uh, praise Yahweh, the uh, man was delivered. And... Um, you know, he was praising Yahweh also that he got deliverance. But I will tell you, these things are real. And if you want to know if they're real or not, take a trip up to a Hegelish conference the next time. The demons hate Hegelish with a vengeance. But uh, people manage to make it there, and they get set free when they do. And uh, we're hoping, uh, Rich Kelton and I were talking about this uh, pre-show also, to uh, get Pastor Holtzhauser ramped back up and doing uh, deliverance conferences across the country. Uh, we're excited to have found him. Uh, so many of the deliverance pioneers have gone on home to be with Yahweh. We've got just a few that know what they're talking about. We've got uh, Pastor Holtzhauser, Dr. Pat Holliday, Michael Thierer, Pastor John Gogan. Uh, even Brother Norman Parrish is still alive, but uh, folks, he's all the way over in Guatemala. I don't know if we'll get him back or not. But, I mean, it's just a handful. And I wanted to tell you, by the way, that uh, we have built a new website, OmegaManRadio.com. And if you look at the bottom... I've got our deliverance resources links up and running. We've got a link to Pastor Charles Holtzhauser and his website. You can go over there and go right to him. That's yahwehswarriors.com, Y-A-H-W-E-H-S, warriors.com. Go over there and uh, write them and ask them for a copy of their uh, catalog, and he has some amazing, powerful uh, deliverance materials that you can get. And, and folks, are affordable, $3 a piece. Most of the titles, like I said before, skip a cheeseburger and avail yourself of this information. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that have come against us this week. A lot of people throw me under the bus. They say mass deliverance is not for today. Um, they say tithing is not for today. They say that uh, we're going to get out of here at any moment without any persecution. Well, folks, you're in for a uh, the long haul because... Uh, We've got things that have to happen before Yeshua can return. And uh, one of there's going to be a great falling away. The Antichrist must be revealed. And so uh, if you go back and read Matthew 23, you see that uh, the signs that will follow, that will that precede the return of uh, Yeshua. But one of them is that they'll deliver you up. Many are to the synagogues. You know, deliver you up to the death. Uh, persecution is coming on America, my friends. 
Okay, you need to turn off the televisions and uh, the gospel of Judas, which is being preached. Well, a lot of these pulpit pimps have sold out the Christian church for 30 pieces of silver and are trying to convince you to do the same. Okay, to get your eyes off of Yeshua. Uh, they will tell you that a Christian cannot have a demon. There's nothing further than the truth. And uh, all that will serve to do is uh, keep you in darkness. You're going to get beat up. And uh, you will not know uh, how to defend yourself or where the punches are coming from. Because you say, wow, I guess this is, I don't know what's going on. I'm just under attack here. My uh, my wife wants to leave me. My uh, my, my son, he's turned into an alcoholic. Uh, I'm having these terrible nightmares. Uh, my, my finances have been cursed. I mean, folks, these things are real. Witchcraft attacks are real. The enemy is real. But you've got to understand the devices of the enemy. Understand that uh, there is deliverance. In Yeshua's name, he came to set the captives free. And as you get delivered, you go out there and help pluck your brother out of the fire, your sister. And right now, in the name of Yeshua, I break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells, jinxes that have been a sin against Pastor Holtz, myself, this program, and the other believers out there. And I command them to go back on the head of the sender sevenfold in the name of Yeshua. And right now, bind all witchcraft spirits, all devils, all attacks from the enemy away from us, and I command them to go back to the sender. And you are to do unto him what he had meant for us, sevenfold in the name of Yeshua. We thank you, Father Yahweh, right now. And folks, I didn't just curse anybody out there, but uh, you do not have to sit and be the target of attacks from the witches and warlocks and the host of hell. I didn't ask for them to curse us, so I don't have to receive that junk mail. I just return it back to the sender. That's called spiritual warfare. And you would... uh, do good to learn that because these attacks are going to come. And if that curse is sent against you and you as a believer in Yeshua know how to defend yourself, it has to go back on them. And I sent it back sevenfold. I didn't originate the curse. I just sent it back. If someone sends you a package in the mail and it had a snake, do you have any obligation to open it up and keep it? Absolutely not. You stamp on the return to center, put it back in the mailbox, don't even open it. And so uh, that is called uh, spiritual warfare right there. And witches and warlocks uh, will try that one time, and when it goes back on them, that will be the last time they try it. Sometimes they die. Uh, I was talking with Rich Kelton just the other night, and uh, because of a deliverance ministry uh, conference we launched in the Philippines, a witch over one of these islands, they call it Witch Island, there's so many of them over there, they uh, they sent a demon spirit of leukemia and cancer against this uh, lady we were ministering to. And um, it manifested, and it was uh, cast out and it said we were sent by the witch over there, and it was sent back on her head sevenfold. Now, we pray that she'll come to Yeshua, but uh, she might not have a chance. It just depends. It might rip her apart. That's not my fault. It says, suffer not a witch to live. Now, we don't uh, hope that anybody dies, and the best blessing you can give your enemies is that uh, they'll come to the knowledge of Yeshua, and, and we hope that for everyone here. And that's why we welcome the witches and the warlocks to come in and tune in. And if you'll tune in and you'll understand that uh, Yahweh is the most powerful being that ever was. He, he is everything. Everything that was made was made by Yahweh. And, uh, you know, even the enemy. And uh, greater is he that is in thee as when you're a Christian than he that is in the world. So as a believer, you have authority to tread on all the host of hell. And you have an obligation to do it. And um, if the witches and warlocks understand that, then, you know, uh, if the Holy Spirit is sent to them and convicts them, they could even come to Yeshua. And we hope that they will. But if they think they're going to attack us and we're going to sit here and take it, they've got something else coming back to them. 
and uh, we're not going to we're not going to take it. And so that's why very intelligent witches don't do that. Typically, they'll astral project. They'll scan you first, see if you have a kink in your armor, see if you're in any sin, and then they'll target you. And they have a legal right because Satan is a legal expert, and his demons uh, will come in the door if you have any sin in your life. And um, that's the case there. The bottom line is um, that's what's coming to you, witches and warlocks, if you decide to, to, to pick this fight. But uh, if you will tune in, uh, we're going to pray that uh, you'll come to the saving knowledge of Yeshua can be saved before your time expires. Your spirit leaves the body, and then you're in judgment. I mean, you'll be, you'll be in hell waiting your white throne judgment, but then you're going to be cast into outer darkness if you did not know Yeshua as your personal Savior prior to departing from this life. And that's the bottom line there. You know, Islam uh, means to submit. Well, the host of hell are going to submit. And if they don't, and they try to come against us, we're going to do spiritual warfare. And you may not survive when you do it. So think twice before you choose to attack the ministers of this show. And right now, I bind all spirits of infirmity that have attacked Pastor Holtzhauser, myself, and the other listeners out there. I rebuke you, you spirits of infirmity. We command you to loose yourselves right now and go to Yeshua right now to be judged before your time. Okay, with that, I'm going to bring back on Pastor Holtzhauser. Stand by one moment while I get him on the line. Okay, Pastor Holtzhauser, you are back, my friend. Yes, I am here, sir. And I'm back on with our listeners, and we're going to begin uh, to conduct this uh, massive deliverance service. I want to say as a follow-up to something that you said a few moments ago, uh, for the benefit of folks who may have missed it, uh, deliverance, and in fact all of Scripture, is relevant to all generations. Uh, these preachers that tell you that certain aspects of Scripture are no longer relevant for today, I, I would not continue to listen to these men because that's 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 simply a, that's not true. Uh, there's no need for you and I to go through the Scriptures and pick out uh, what's for today and what's not for today. Uh, the scriptures are for every generation, and they apply to all men at all times. And um, you might take note of that, please, because I know there's preachers out there that are saying this is not relevant, and that's not relevant, and this no longer applies, and so on and so forth. But I'll tell you what, if you think that through, uh, you won't know what scriptures apply. Uh, the point is you have to apply all scriptures, and so do I. Because all scripture is given by inspiration of Yahweh, and it's, it's productive uh, in the lives of each and every person to whom it's sent. Pastor Holzhauser. Well, yeah, go ahead, please. Uh, I'm sorry, you, you finish with you, and then I have a question to ask you. All right. I just wanted to say that uh, when Yahshua came, he came to magnify the law, not do away with it. And if you don't believe this or don't realize this, you can look, for example, in the, in the book of Matthew or Matthew, and you'll find the words, and I'm going to paraphrase, but you'll find these words. Yahshua speaking, I have not come to bring destruction to the law and the prophets. I have not come to destroy them, but I have come to establish them. And uh, throughout the course of the scriptures, you'll find, uh, for example, when one man said to Yahshua, what must I do to receive eternal life? And Yahshua said, uh, you know the commandments, do the commandments. And, and throughout the scriptures, I mean, this I don't want to get off my focus, but uh, some people say, well, what about circumcision? That's done away. Well, well not really. It's been magnified. 
Um, there was a circumcision of the flesh that was observed by uh, Yahweh's ancient kingdom Israel. But when Yahshua came and the apostles came, they explained that circumcision was more than just the cutting away of the flesh. That circumcision was the cutting away of the evil heart. The law was magnified. And they'll say, well, we no longer have animal sacrifices. Well, we do have sacrifice. And that sacrifice was made by Yahshua, the Anointed One Himself, once and for all. Uh, so the law is magnified. The principles were never lost. It's just been magnified. Uh, well, there's no more priesthood. That's not so. There's no more Levitical priesthood, but there certainly is a priesthood after the order of Melchizedek. And Yahshua uh, is the high priest of our profession. So all of the principles are there. What you, what you will discover as you study the scripture, that through the course of time, as Yahweh continues to reveal himself, uh, his word is magnified, his law is magnified. Uh, not only is it against his law to murder someone, but Yahshua said, if you think in your heart that you hate someone, uh, you have committed spiritual murder, you've committed murder in your heart. So never let anyone tell you the laws of Yahweh or the word of Yahweh or the scriptures of Yahweh are no longer relevant. They're not only relevant, uh, but they're magnified. You were going to say something, Brother Lee. Well, you know, to add to that, uh, you know, the, the scriptures said, Yeshua said, folks, in the New Testament, he says, not one jot nor one tittle shall any wise pass from the law until all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my, law, my, my word shall not pass away. And well, so, is, uh, yeah, go ahead, I wanted to say that these are scriptures that I, I could also quote because they're they are very, very well uh, spoken. You brought them into the conversation at a at a very uh, vital point in, in, in our message this evening. That um, we need to we're not a kingdom of, of reckless criminals. We're a kingdom of folks that that uh, that live by righteous laws, laws of justice, not like the laws of the U.S. where there's total injustice as far as I'm concerned, because men are incapable of, uh, of applying justice. They have their own greed and their own lusts and their own agendas, but there certainly is justice in Yahweh's kingdom. Uh, men are incapable of establishing righteousness, because even men in high places of government, uh, they'll seize taxpayers' money, they'll, they'll, they'll do things uh, that they shouldn't do, they'll, they'll, they'll cater to pet projects and so on. So the law is, is righteous and holy according to the scriptures. The difficulty lies not with Yahweh's laws. It lies with, 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 with the hearts of men uh, being unable uh, to rise to the excellence of those laws. And I'll throw something else in that uh, maybe some of the readers of, uh, some of the listeners have missed, unless they've read the, the entire word of Yahweh, and that is Zechariah 14. Okay, now this is the Old Testament, as many of you know it. Zechariah 14, I'm reading out of. And it's a glimpse into the future. I believe during the, the millennial reign, after the return of Yeshua, it says in verse 16, And it shall come to pass that everyone that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship the king, Yahweh of hosts, and to keep the feast of the tabernacles. And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth into Jerusalem to worship the king, Yahweh, even upon them shall be no rain. And if the family of Egypt go not up and come not, uh, that have no rain, there shall be the plague wherewith Yahweh will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This shall be the punishment of Egypt 
and the punishment of all nations that come not up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, folks, if you were raised in the American church like I was, uh, and I had two grandfathers that were ministers, as I've mentioned to many of you before, and you know we were not uh, raised knowing anything about the Feast of Yahweh. Yet, uh, even in the new millennium, uh, Yahweh has the Feast of T- Tabernacles. So what's that tell you? For those that say, oh, that's just under the, uh, the Old Testament, we're not bound by that. Uh, I, I think it's time that we learn a little bit about the uh, Feast of Yahweh if we've never been raised to understand them, because we're going to be required to go up there and keep them. Uh, am I in line with the Scripture, Pastor? Well, absolutely, and uh, that's what you, what you said was, was true in my life's instance also. I had learned in the churches that I grew up in feasts that the Scriptures speak nothing of. I was familiar with the Feast of Christmas. I was familiar with the Feast of Thanksgiving. I was familiar with the Feasts of Easter Dinner and such. And I knew nothing of the seven feasts of Yahweh that are all contained within the seven moons of Yahweh's sacred year, starting off with the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which begins uh, with the Passover. And then 50 days after, you have the Feast of Pentecost or the Feast of Weeks. And then right on through to the Feast of Trumpets and the and the Day of Atonement, for example, the Feast of Tabernacles, the last great day. Like yourself, brother, I was not uh, familiarized in the churches I attended with these feasts. And when you see these feasts recorded in the book of Leviticus, chapter 23, Yahweh states clearly to Moses, he says, these are my feasts. And they are the only feast that he sanctioned and ordained. But in the Christian churches, they've introduced, depending upon the denomination, uh, the Feast of St. Christopher and the Feast of St. Nicholas. And I mean, that there's no end to feasts that they have ordained. Um, but I'd like to, like you, I'd like to look into Yahweh's feast and begin to enter into those feasts because there's an experience for me to experience in those feasts. There's nothing for me to experience on uh, on Good Friday or you know, or, or, or Easter morning or you know uh, the Santa Claus uh, visit and all. There's nothing spiritual, and I want to get all I possibly can out of the mighty mighty provisions and the abundance of, of and the wealth of love and grace that um, the Yahweh has made available to me. I'm sorry, yes, go ahead, uh, please. Uh, leading into the mass deliverance, uh, you were the man to answer this, I believe, once and for all, because this week uh, we came under rebuke from a number of ministries for the fact that uh, we believe in a mass deliverance. They said that it's nowhere to be found, and uh, clearly, <laughs> when Yeshua was ministering to 5,000 people, if they had formed a prayer line, uh, I don't think he could have gotten to them for 10 years. But let me throw that to you. How would you answer the people that say uh, mass deliverance is not in the Scripture? I would quote Scripture to them, and a couple come to mind immediately. I'll paraphrase. Matthew chapter number 4. Uh, I think it's around verse number 23. In the paraphrase, in Yahshua uh, went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And I point out to what you said, that there was no way that he formed a line of, let's just say, even a hundred people and uh, spent five minutes with a with hundred people. That's 500 minutes. That's a very long time to be praying. So obviously, uh, he did it in Mass. There's a scripture also in the book of Mark 
it says, and in the evening when the sun did set, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and he healed the masses, or the many, and cast out many demons. That's that's mass deliverance. And uh, in the book of Acts as well, I'm fingering my Bible here, I know it's the 8th chapter, verse number 7. Uh, under the ministry of the apostles of the Lamb, it says, For unclean spirits came out of many. Now, that's mass deliverance. And, yeah. and you know, these are just scriptures that come to my mind. But uh, the Bible is replete. I think these preachers that say that there's no uh, scriptural accounts of these things really do not know the scriptures or really have not understood uh, the ministry of Yahshua seeing in the midst of multitudes of people uh, dealing with the variety of ailments and pains and sufferings and sicknesses and the evil spirits came crying out of many that were oppressed. I don't know if they've ever read that or if they read it, if they just didn't understand it. But certainly uh, mass deliverance occurrences are replete uh, throughout the scriptures. Praise Yahweh. That was the answer I was looking for. Okay, so if we may, we will continue on into this deliverance session. Is that all right, sir? Absolutely, and if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Pastor Charles Holtzhauser. His website is yahwehswarriors.com. It's also up in our show notes, and I would encourage you to get your friends and your family tuning in now for the Mass Delivered Session. Go ahead and take it, brother. All right. Now, friends, what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to take prayers uh, directly from the Scripture there, so there can be no controversy that they're right from the Scripture. And uh, I'll ask you to pray along with me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to categorize these as warfare prayers because we're going to engage in warfare. We're going to come right into the kingdoms and the governments and the ruling uh, entities that, that have harmed and vexed and, and oppressed uh, people. And we're going to use the scriptures themselves as a means of introducing uh, deliverance. Now, the first scripture is taken from the psalm. And if you pray along with me, I think that you'll find that uh, it is very edifying. It's very cleansing. It's scripture. It's pure scripture. Uh, scriptures themselves say he sent his word and healed us and delivered us from our, our oppression. So pray along. I'm uh, taking Psalm 6. Have mercy upon me, O Yahweh, for I am weak. O Yahweh, heal me, for my bones are vexed. My soul is also sore vexed. O Yahweh, deliver my soul. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. Let all my enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. And into the 35th Psalm, let's pray. Plead my cause, O Yahweh, with them that strive with me. Fight against them that fight against me. Let destruction come upon him at unawares. And let his net that he hath hid catch himself into that destruction. Let him fall. Let them be ashamed and brought to confusion together that rejoice at my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor that magnify themselves against me. And then Psalm 51 says this, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. And cleanse me from my sin, for I acknowledge my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. And then we move ahead, and we're going to refer to Yahweh himself 
as our deliverer from Psalm 59. It says, Deliver me from my enemies, O Yahweh. Defend me from them that rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity. Through Yahweh we shall do valiantly. For he it is that shall tread down our enemies. Let Yahweh arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Make haste, O Yahweh, to deliver me. Make haste to help me. O Father, let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. And now let's move specifically into the areas of curses and spells. And I'm going to pray, and I'd like once again to ask you to pray along with me. I've given you some scriptures so that, you know, I can lend uh, uh, validity to the fact that warfare prayers are certainly included in the scriptures. But now I want to pray freely and just, uh, you know, lead you, if I may, and ask you to follow and repeat the prayer with me uh, in the area of spells and, and, and uh, curses. In the name of Yahshua, I now rebuke, break, loose myself and my children from any and all evil curses, charms, vexes, hexes, spells, jinxes, psychic powers, bewitchments, witchcraft, and sorcery, which have been put upon me on my family line from any persons or from any occult or psychic source, and I cancel all connected and related spirits, and I command them to leave, and I thank you, Father, for setting me free. And the next thing I want to do is pray a prayer of deliverance from pride, because pride is a very formidable foe, in that it it, 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 it stops the process of deliverance. People who have pride in operating in power in their lives usually are not able to get all the blessing and ministry that Yahweh has for them. So let's renounce pride. Father, I come to you in the name of Yahshua Messiah. I know that pride is an abomination to you, but a haughty look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked imagination, feet that are swift in running to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among the brethren, are, are seven things that that the, the the spirit of your glory, the spirit of Yahweh hates their abominations unto Yahweh. Father, I renounce these and I turn from them and I humble myself before you and I come to you as a little child. And then in the area of your cult, let, let's pray this prayer. Uh, Yahweh, I now confess seeking uh, from spirits of the darkness of this world the help that should have come from only you, Father Yahweh. I confess, as sin, uh, the various types of occult power that I've been engaged with. And then you can, you know, you name your own issues, whether it was astrology or tarot cards or fortune-telling or crystal balls or whatever it may be, you name that and you renounce that. And uh, Yahweh, I, I now repent and I renounce all these sins and I ask you to forgive me. I renounce Satan and all of the works of Satan. I hate demons. I, I, I count them my enemies. And in the name of Yahshua, I now close the door on all occult practices. And I command all such spirits to leave me in the name of Yahshua. And then I want to, the stubbornness and rebellion are also strong men in people's lives. And I would like very much to just 
pray a short prayer with you in the areas of stubbornness and rebellion. Father, I come to you now for myself and my family confessing that we have been rebellious and disobedient and stubborn, obstinate, and many other things which you have forbidden. And I now renounce and forsake these sins and ask you uh, for forgiveness and for deliverance in Yahshua's name from these things and all connected and related demons. And then finally, uh, before we get into the actual mass deliverance, everyone uh, should pray this prayer because this is a renunciation prayer specifically uh, of areas of the occult. And I have found in my lifetime, in my ministry all over the world, that uh, these types of occult powers have touched literally or virtually every person in some form or another. Uh, many did not know, but the scriptures teach us that, uh, you know, ignorance of, of, of the law is, is not going to protect us. In other words, if you're on a 20-story on a building and you, you don't know the law of gravity and you step off, uh, you're going to plunge to the pavement regardless of whether you know the law of, of, of gravity or not. And uh, many other such things. If you put your hand uh, in a fire and do not know, that that fire will burn your hand, uh, not knowing is not going to protect you from the fire. Your hand will be burnt. So let's pray this prayer together, shall we? Thank you, Yahshua, for dying for my sins and for your glorious resurrection and for making me a new creature in Yahshua Messiah by faith in your precious blood and your precious sacrifice. Uh, dear Yahweh, I have a confession to make through ignorance, stupidity, or willfulness. I've sought supernatural experiences apart from you. I've disobeyed your word, and I ask you to help me as I renounce these things. Cleanse me in my body, my mind, my soul, and my spirit. Satan, I am closing any door which I may have opened to you through contact with the occult. I renounce all contact with witchcraft, magic, Ouija boards, and other occult games. I renounce all kinds of fortune-telling, palm-reading, tea-leaf readings, crystal balls, tarot, and other card-playing. I renounce all astrology, both signs and horoscopes. I renounce the heresy of reincarnation and all healing groups involved in metaphysics and spiritualism. I renounce all hypnosis under any authority or any excuse. I renounce all music that is designed to lead me into darkness and the power of the occult. I renounce all martial arts that are designed uh, to bring me under the auspices of strange gods. I renounce all water witching or dousing, levitation, table tipping, body lifting, uh, psychometry, divination uh, through objects, automatic writing and handwriting analysis. I renounce all literature I have ever read and studied in any of these fields, and I vow I will destroy such books that may be in my possession. I renounce astral projection, soul and out-of-body travel, and other demonic skills. I renounce in the name of Yashur all psychic heredity that I may have, and I break any demonic hold on my family line. Back to seven generations on both sides of my family, my mother's side, and my father's side. I do now renounce and forsake every psychic and occult contact that I know about, and those which I do not know about, I renounce 
every type of religion that denies the efficacy and the blood of Yahshua, Messiah, the Lamb of Yahweh that takes away the sin of the world, and every philosophy which denies the priesthood of Yahshua. In the name of Yahshua, I forbid and prohibit for myself, family, and friends all satanic and demonic activity in our lives, all harming and hurting, all lying and deceiving, all manifesting and influencing, all transference of evil spirits, and uh, thought, communication, advice, control, power, and strength between the demons in us with each other, between the demons in us with those demons in the heavenlies, and between the demons in us with those demons in other people. I take authority according to the scriptures and according to my particular level of association uh, with the Spirit of Yahweh and uh, my knowledge and implementation of His power, His might, and His desire. And finally, I renounce sexual sins. Father, I come to you in the name of Yahshua. I believe that Yahshua is the Son of Yahweh who takes away the sin of those who repent and confess Him. I, I believe that the blood of Yahshua cleanses me from sin. I claim freedom from all the filth of sexual uh, sins which, which come through my eyes, my ears, my mind, or, or through actual participation in sin. In particular, I confess uh, all preoccupation with sensual desires and appetites and indulgences of them, all longing and ardent desire for what is forbidden, all inordinate affection, all unnatural, unrestrained passions and lusts, all promoting or partaking of that which, which tends to produce lewd emotions and which fosters sexual sin and lust, I further confess uh, all filthy communication, obscene and filthy language, conversation and jokes, lewd and obscene music, poetry, literature, and art, all pornography, all acts of sodomy, adultery, immorality, fornication, masturbation. I further renounce the expression of these philosophies, religions, and lifestyles in art, literature, mass media, and public practices and attitudes. Father Yahweh, I ask that your spirit reveal other sexual offenses in my life that I have committed. I hereby reclaim all ground that I have ever given to Satan in my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit. I want you, Father Yahweh, to control and empower every area of my life, including all sexual powers, that from now on they might be used according to your will. I also now give to you my affections, my emotions and desires, and I request that they may be motivated and controlled by your Holy Spirit. Now, if you've prayed those warfare prayers with me, I'd like you to be prepared uh, to receive whatever measure of deliverance Father Yahweh has prepared for you to receive tonight. Uh, there's deliverance for, for everyone at one level or another. I'm going to ask you to take some deep breaths as I name these diseases and sicknesses. You say, why am I going to do that? Because the term expelling out evil spirits comes from the term ekbalo, or forcefully breathe out evil spirits. Spirits are breaths. The Greek word is pneuma. And so you forcefully drive them out of your being uh, by taking some deep breaths. You say, well, what if I don't have any demons and I just take these deep breaths? What will happen?
Well, what will happen is you'll, you'll take in some breaths and you'll oxygenate your, your bloodstream and you'll bring health to your body. But certainly nothing evil will happen. And you may find tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month, that the, some of the problems that you've discovered are in your life over the course of your lifetime are now gone. That uh, the Yahweh has brought you deliverance. So I'm going to command these spirits to go and you participate with me, please in uh, taking some breaths, or in your own words, command them also to go, command them to leave you. And after I uh, drive these spirits out, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to loose upon you uh, the blessings of Father Yahweh. Uh, Yahshua taught that when an unclean spirit goes out, it walks in dry places. I believe that's metaphoric. Uh, we don't know exactly what it means, but uh, the, the point of that scripture is to let us know they try to come back, and if they get back, uh, they come back with seven additional spirits that may well be even more evil than the first one. So get these spirits out and then get ready to be filled with the blessings of our Heavenly Father. Are you ready? Because here we go. All right, the following spirits, as I name you, name your activity, name your characteristics, I command you to leave the people who are participating with myself and with Brother Lee in this mass deliverance service according to the Scriptures. The scripture says many came out of them that were oppressed by them. The scripture said they yelled at Yahshua. They screamed at him, don't send us out. And uh, Yahshua nonetheless commanded them to go out. And uh, uh, even the apostle Peter uh, spoke to, to a fever. And, uh, and uh, Yahshua spoke to a spirit of infirmity. And so on throughout the scriptures. And we are practicing that same power until we come into perfection. So, these spirits must leave those who are desiring to have some relief and some healing in their lives. All the spirits call hardness of heart, hatred to others, murder, cussing, persecution of others, lies, no hope, false love, lack of relationship, lack of communication, lack of provision, lack, all the lack and the want spirits. You go now in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. Spirits of rejection, anguish, depression, hopelessness, abuse, bitterness. Go out now. Go out to where Yahweh sends you in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. Spirits of anger, anger leave. Spirits of self-hate. Spirits in evil soul ties. We break the soul ties. Those emotional connections, those mental connections that people have formed. Uh, through various means like contracts or sexual liaisons uh, or, or covenants and things of this nature. We command the soul ties to be broken and the spirits in the soul ties to go. We command spirits of self-pity, self-rejection to go. Pain, sickness, addictions, afflictions, uh, fragmented soul, uh, unforgiveness, uh, infatuation, mockery, sedition, insurrection, irritation. Confusion. Leave the people now in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. I come against the power of mind control. And I break that power and command the spirits that operate in that power to go out now. Rebellious heart, haughty looks, strife, pride, treachery, vanity, lust, gossip, greed. All of the spiritual hurt and oppression that comes down through the sins of the fathers. We confess and acknowledge that our fathers before us have in fact sinned, that they have in fact been born in sin, and they were shaped in iniquity. 
We want no generic association with those sins whatsoever, and we certainly want no generic association with the oppression that comes from those sins. So we break the power and the curse of the sins of the fathers and command the evil spirits to, to leave. Disease, insanity, poverty, drug abuse, divorce, laziness come out. All the spirits of laziness, those spirits that convince folks that they cannot accomplish anything, the spirits that take the hope out of their lives and leave them in self-deception and loneliness and despair, suicide, confusion, rejection, misery, torment, torture, come out now in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, both cult spirits that are there, spirits that come in through the Ouija board, through sorcery, fortune-telling, astrology, horoscopes, hypnosis, uh, uh, levitation, clairvoyance, seances, charms, enchantments, curses, fetishes. These spirits have got to go in the name of Yashur of Nazareth, astral projection, ekinkah, reincarnation, psychic heredity, all the spirits of water witching, anti-messiah, 666, the spirits of the Freemasons, the Eastern Star, all the fears, fear of cancer, fear of tumors, fear of pain, fear of death, fear of falling, fear of the dog, fear of cats, fear of dogs, fear of incest, fear of crowds, fear of nightmares, fear of demons, fear of storms, wrath, anger, contention, fighting, destruction, malice, resentment, hysteria, fits, convulsions, all of the spirits of schizophrenia and paranoia, deep hurt and seething rage, you go in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. Now for our, some of our Spanish-speaking friends, I'm going to shift gears and command some spirits to come out, and I'll use the, uh, the Spanish language, uh, because some folks are familiar with the Spanish language, and I'm going against the spirits of resentimiento, odio, imperdonable, violencia, uh, temperamento, uh, enio, desquitar, homicidal, matar, all the spirits of rebellion or de rebellion, espiritu terio, de obstrucción, uh, de disobediencia, de anti-sometimiento, uh, uh, del contiendo, del cancion, uh, disputa, argumento, uh, alegar, uh, command the spirits to go, in English spirits of bitterness, resentment, hatred, unforgiveness, violence, temper, anger, retaliation, Murder, rebellion, self-will, stubbornness, disobedience, strife, contention, bickering, arguing. Uh, you begin to go. Espiritos de celos, uh, de invidia, uh, de suspicion, uh, de uh, desconfianza, uh, de egoismo, uh, which is to say jealousy, envy, suspicion, distrust, selfishness. You go out. Uh, spirits de uh, uh, alejuarez. Um, de uh, malecara, de fantasia, uh, de uh, pretension, uh, de uh, irrealidad, espíritu del ensueño, uh, or in English, spirits of withdrawal, pouting, fantasy, pretension, unreality, daydreaming, uh, spirits escape para evitar, uh, de indiferencia, esto sismo, uh, de pasividad. Uh, escape por sueño, escape por licor, escape por dragos. Uh, in other words, in English, escape, indifference, stoicism, passivity, sleeplessness, alcohol, drugs, and so on. 
These spirits have got to leave the people who are desiring deliverance in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, uh, the son of Yahweh. Santero spirits, Santeria spirits, Saint Rose of Jericho, uh, Saint Christ, Saint Ramon, guardian of the soul, uh, Saint Pancrasio, uh, Saint Martha, Saint John the Baptist, Virgin of Rosario, uh, Saint Sirio, uh, Saint Christopher, uh, Saint Elia of Mount Carmel, Saint Elena of Jerusalem, Wandering Jew, the Holy Heart of Jesus, Saint Lucia, Saint uh, Mark de Leon, Saint Jose, Joan of Arc, uh, the Spirits of the Virgin of the Rosary, the Nine Souls of Lima, uh, Saint uh, uh, Damien, uh, uh, Saint John, Saint Claire, the Virgin of Guadalupe, Saint Raphael, Saint Rogue, Saint Martin of Porres, Saint Rita of Cassia, Saint Carlos, uh, Saint Frances, and uh, all of the various saints of Santaria, and the saints of Roman Catholicismo. Uh, all these saints that people pray to, people burn candles to. We command these evil spirits to let the people go free in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. And finally, spirits in the mind, mind control, mind racing, even memory recall, lack of concentration, passivity, witchcraft in the mind, mind idolatry, un unholy wisdom, Alzheimer's disease, forgetfulness, insanity, Mental disorders, mental anguish, nightmares, darkness in the mind, uh, evil imaginations, the carnal mind, violence in the mind, corrupt mind, wickedness, evil-mindedness, reprobate mind, self-exaltation, confusion, uh, blinded mind, uh, anti-Messiah, another, uh, another Yahshua, lying spirits, mind bondage, addictions, uh, death wish, destruction, suicide. Uh, domination, idolatry, uh, low IQ, senility. We command all these spirits to go out. Now, accompanying diseases, spirits that cause disease to manifest in the body and the mind, uh, from the crown of the head to the sole of the feet of the people. I command mental anguish to go out, uh, headaches, migraine headaches, tumors uh, that form on people's brains. Um, I command those spirits to, to release. I cancel demonic plans and demonic contracts, uh, spiritual wickedness working even as I'm praying and uh, taking authority in the deliverance ministry. Uh, those spirits that are in, in the process of bringing about calamity and tragedy and depression and oppression and sadness because of pain and suffering, I rebuke those spirits. All cancer spirits... I rebuke every one of you in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, cancer in the bone, uh, cancer in the throat. I come against cancer in the chest areas, in the lungs in particular, uh, cancer in the pancreas, pancreatic cancers, uh, uh, kidney carcinomas, uh, kidney cancers, renal cancers, uh, uh, cancers that work in the stomach area. I rebuke those blood cancers and then command those spirits to leave now. In the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, I come against the, 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 the curse of diabetes, uh, uh, blood sugar levels that are too high, uh, that, that uh, undertake to, to cause damage in the organs of the bodies of the people go out. I come against our coleus and the spirits of succubi and incubi that, that, that vex and harass and torment people 
I come against their diseases, uh, uh, diseases associated with sexual immoralities and the transmission of disease through through uh, to unholy and illegal sexual alliances. Uh, I break the bondage of those viruses and those bacteria and those germs and those bugs and uh, all of that uh, that that filth and pollution. I command it all to go in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth. Now, if you've, if you've been praying along with me, I want to close out this session by just, by just uh, pronouncing upon your lives the blessings of Yahweh. So finish up taking some deep breaths, get these things out. I guarantee you that uh, wherever you are, Yahweh will find you, and he will enable you to do whatever it is that you can do. Um, he'll back you in this play to get set free. I will also caution you uh, to make certain, as Yahshua told one woman, uh, to go and sin no more, lest the worst thing happen to you. So you want to pray also that you'll have the strength in your life uh, to live unto righteousness, which is life, to choose life and not death, to choose blessing and not cursing, uh, and to also remind you that when the Spirit goes out, uh, it will eventually say, you know, I had something going in the place I was, and I'm going to go back in there. Make sure your life is garnished and swept and cleaned, and that uh, you fill your life with the, with the Scriptures, the Word of Yahweh, the love of Yahweh, prayers, the deliverance anointing of Yahweh, and the holiness of Yahweh. Get your, get your life changed around. Uh, don't, don't let these things re-enter. So, in the name of Yahshua of Nazareth, I now loose upon the people participating in this deliverance session uh, the spirits of Yahweh, the spirits of revelation, the spirits of understanding, uh, victory, uh, joy, peace, uh, power, holiness, uh, these things against which there are no laws, uh, these spirits that are the spirits sent from Yahweh to those who are uh, the heirs of Yahweh's salvation. Uh, he sends his spirits to encamp around about them uh, that love him and reverence him. I want to infiltrate the lives of Yahweh's people uh, with spirits of holiness and spirits of edification as, as these other spirits are driven out. And I want to give praise to Yahweh for, for he has given such power to the sons of men. He has opened the eyes, the blind eyes of the sons of men and brought forth revelation in sight uh, even to the full measure of our total salvation. I thank you, Father, for what the blood has done, the eternal blood of the everlasting covenant. I thank you for the purposes which are made clear that it is your desire that no man should perish but that every man might come to repentance and live a life of victory and joy in your spirit. I thank you for this deliverance session. I thank you for this means by which we could bring this message to the people. And I pray indeed uh, that you will continue to make a way where there would never be a way and that uh, your kingdom may come on earth uh, as it is in heaven. Uh, through Yahshua Messiah, I pray this. Uh, thank you, everybody, for your time. Thank you for participating with me. Thank you, Brother Lee, for inviting me to come and to share in this aspect of the ministry of the Scriptures. And at this time, I'm just going to turn this meeting right back into your capable hands.
Pastor Holtzhauser, we want to say uh, Yahweh bless you for coming out tonight. Uh, the demons were angry. They were manifesting in the chat room tonight. <laughs> so uh, that's good. When the when did the demons start to uh, get agitated? I know we're on the the right show. Absolutely. Um, Pastor, would you give out to your contact information how people can get in touch with you and order your information? Yes, if you'd like to, uh, to to make direct contact with me into my offices in New York, uh, you can email me, and I'll give you my email address if you want to get the writing instrument handy, and I'll also give you a, um, well, I think Brother Bruce has given you the website, but I'll give you both, and you may want to jot them down. The website is simply www. It's Yahweh's Warriors, Yahweh is Y-A-H-W-E-H-S. Warriors, W-A-R-R-I-O-R-S. And the uh, email address is very similar. It's Yahweh's Warriors at AOL.com. Once again, that's Yahweh's Warriors at AOL.com. And you can send me off a note. You can make a request for deliverance materials. Um, you can also reach me through OmegaManRadio.com. Uh, we can, uh, we can accommodate any requests that you may have. Um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to do our very best to see to it that information comes into your hand and into your life. Uh, that will be a blessing to you. Thank you, Brother Lee. And I want to make an announcement, folks. Uh, Pastor Holt Salzer will be on Watchman Radio with Rich Keltner this Saturday night at 11 p.m. Again, that's WatchmanRadio.com. I would encourage you to tune in and uh, hear Pastor Holtzhauser speak again, and we hope to have Pastor Holtzhauser back on the show next week, if his time permits. Uh, Yahweh bless you, brother, and I'll be talking to you again soon. And you and everyone who's listening to us, thank you and good night. Thank you. That was Pastor Charles Holtzhauser, uh, a general in the deliverance ministry. Uh, he's not a newcomer to deliverance. He has been ministering in deliverance for well over 35 to 40 years. And uh, stories abound of tent revivals that he would have in New York City. With his gospel revivals uh, radio show and ministries there, and uh, demons would manifest in people just driving by the outside of the, the tent revival. Uh, there is one tape in particular you can hear him ministering side by side with Pastor Wynn Morley, great man of God. And, uh, you know, he, he knew... Uh, Many of the uh, the old timers, to include uh, Marcus Haggard, and he has some of his books. In fact, that's very rare because, you know, after uh, Marcus Haggard died, uh, most of his information was destroyed by his. Uh, well, let me just put it like this: by people that knew him well, <laughs> they did not like the information he had. He had a real um, awareness of what was going on in the uh, in the deliverance ministry. He had a uh, a revelation, that was the adjective I was looking at, uh, for spiritual warfare. So praise God that uh, Pastor Holtzhauser has been able to uh, maintain some of those booklets, and now they're available. In fact, I ordered a couple myself this week. They're $3, folks. Come on. $3 uh, for deliverance material of this caliber. Not to mention all the uh, booklets that uh, Pastor Holtzhauser has written, and we're working with him now and hope to have uh, some of his uh, cassettes uh, converted over to CD and available. You know, he has several thousand audios in the archive, uh, and we're hoping to get them ramped up. I was talking to Rich Kelton earlier 
We want to see Pastor Holt Salazar even opening um, a local church there in New York again, coming out of retirement and uh, doing deliverance crusades around the country. And he laughs when we, we mentioned this to him. Uh, he thought he was going to have it easy. But I said, Brother, um, Moses got his mission at 80 years old to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt. So it's, uh, uh, we're calling on you again. So, you know, he's, uh, he's a good sport. And uh, we, we praise Yahweh. We praise God for Pastor Holtzhauser. For Dr. Pat Holliday, one of the great generals in deliverance. Uh, for Michael Fuhrer of Hegewish. I was talking to Pastor Michael today. By the way, www.publications.com is back online. You can get all the uh, Win Morley audios, videos. It's all been converted to DVD and CD now. Uh, the books, the booklets on Host of Hell series. Uh, I'm asking also that you would uh, pray tonight for uh, the mother of um, the mother-in-law of Pastor John Gogan. She passed away yesterday at 7:30 in the morning. Our prayers go out to her and her family, uh, him and his wife and their family. We also are asking that you enlist, lift up uh, Pastor Steve Bell, one of the great deliverance ministers in Texas. We're going to have uh, Pastor Bell on next week and uh, lift up his wife, which uh, has been attacked by spirit of infirmity. We're asking for the prayers of the saints out there that she will be healed. And uh, so remember Steve Bell and his wife when you pray. And uh, also want to uh, make an announcement uh Dr. Pat Holliday, uh, who will be on in a few days uh, back on the program, uh, they are under attack there in Jacksonville. Uh, witchcraft attacks, uh, apparently uh, someone has came out there and tampered with the uh, air-conditioned system. It died, and uh, we need to get a new air-conditioned system for the church out there. Uh, the cost is estimated about $2,000. And so, folks, the attacks do come when you get into the deliverance ministry. The, Satan hates it. You know, uh, Carl Henderson was in uh, Texas a few weeks ago, asked a minister. A demon screamed out, who are you? Where do you come from? How do you know this? He was doing mass deliverance, and the demon screamed. But they uh, had to go in Yeshua, Jesus Christ's name, because he knew about deliverance. And that's why it's so important that we learn, because deliverance is uh, so seldom teach here in America. And, uh, you know, the, en- the enemy is just uh, roosting over the saints, over the, uh, the Christians in the church. And, you know, he's pretty much had free reign for a long time, even decades, maybe hundreds of years, centuries, in many cities and towns, because no one preaches deliverance. Yet that is the first sign that should follow them that believe. You've got a problem with that, take it up with Jesus Christ. He said it. And I stand on that. And so, uh, praise God, once again, for the opportunity to do deliverance ministries, I want to thank uh, the Golts. I want to thank Pastor Tom McGonigal. I want to thank Jesus Christ Overcomers and uh, the others that have supported uh, Watchmen Radio with donations. Uh, we are quickly uh, working to obtain the rest of the equipment that we're going to need to take the signal to 128-bit. Rich Keltner is working with me now to get me up off of 8-bit, which is basically telephone quality, to broadcast quality, which is CD quality. And uh, we're looking to unite. We're going to be doing a four-hour program on WWCR. We're going to be doing mass deliverance over the airwaves, uh, doing a blitz, screeg, against the host of hell. And we're coming for the witches on Witches Island in the Philippines. We will return, just like MacArthur said, and he did. And deliverance is returning to the Philippines. 
The nukes are coming to the host of hell. That's our warning. Repent now while you still have time, because we're coming for you in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua. We're going to go in as God has told us to do in Numbers 33, 50-57, to invade the land. Drive out the inhabitants of the land for Jesus. Lest it become a thorn in our side, a prick in our eye, and God does us what he meant to do for them. That's what happens to lazy Christians, folks. Okay, you can be turned over to the enemy. So wake up, pick up your sword, get busy, and as you get delivered, go out there and help your brother. So I want to thank everybody for turning in tonight. And in closing, I break all hexes, vexes, curses, spells that have been sent against any of the listeners tonight. Myself, this program, Pastor Holtzhaus, we command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold. We bind all evil spirits, all witchcraft attacks away from us. We command them to go back to where they came from sevenfold on the head of the sender in the name of Jesus Christ. Suffer not a witch to live. That's God's word. You got a problem with that? Take it up with the Creator. Just doing my job. With that, I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. We're going to have some great programs. We're going to have Romeo on live, a high-ranking member of the occult in Africa, and then Jesus Christ set him free. He's going to be telling his story this week. It's going to be a great program, folks. You're going to want to tune in for this one. Articulate man, he's going to be talking also about a book that God has put on his heart and that uh, he will soon be releasing. So we thank God for opportunity there. Dr. Pat will be back on this week. We're going to have many great guests. I've got Benjamin Brook coming back on the program soon. Just talked to him today. We'll be confirming him again. And uh, we're going to be doing more open lines, and we're going to be running deliverance over the air, call-in style. It's going to be fun. I love to see the demons scream. Praise Yahweh. And uh, at that, I want to thank you. I hope that you will tell a friend. hope that you will support Omega Man Radio. If you believe in this ministry, get behind it, folks. Okay? It takes resources to pull this off. And uh, I'm praising Yahweh for the opportunity that he has given us. Today, we've done over 70 programs, probably 75 now. I'm losing track. We're doing, you know, on average, one to two a night now, every night. And uh, it's exciting to see where we're going to be headed as God opens the doors. Thank you again, and we'll see you on the next edition of Omega Man Radio. Thank you for listening to Omega Man Radio. Our mission is to operate in the threefold ministry of Jesus Christ and take evangelism, deliverance from demons, and miracle healing to the world. If you would like to partner with us, you can support this work by donating any amount online at OmegaManRadio.com. Join us in an all-out attack against the hosts of hell. It's time to deliver a death blow to the enemy and take back territory for Jesus. Tell a friend and support Omega Man Radio. We're mad at hell and we're not going to take it anymore.